To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. elevator travels directly to the Twilight Zone. Alright, hello and welcome to the Disney Goth Podcast. We're doing things a little bit differently today, right? Aren't we, Jackie? (laughs) Yes, we are. So our last episode, you may have been listening and said, wow, they finally figured out their audio. Yeah. <laughs> this episode might sound different because I don't know what it's going to sound like because we're recording separately. So we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully we haven't taken a step backward. No, I think, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> I think we'll be good. Yeah. I think we'll be, I think we'll be all right. Honestly. Okay. I'd like to give us some, some more credit than, than we're giving ourselves currently. <laughs> I know. I just want to call out if it sounds different. That's why. No, that's, that's totally um, understandable. Also, if I sound a little bit odd, like if I'm talking a little bit weird, I didn't tell you this before, Jack, but I'm actually in quite an amount of pain right now in my mouth. Um, oh, no. Yeah, a wisdom tooth just decided to pop in my mouth and give me some knowledge. Oh. Um, yeah. But I, I don't understand because it's like, I mean, I've been told that I need to get all four of them taken out and none of them have ever given me an issue. I mean, this mm-hmm. bo- this one that's giving me a problem now has kind of gotten a little sore here and there, but never to the point where I'm in, like, excruciating pain. And it's been like this yeah. the past couple of days. And now I, I took, like, three Excedrins just so I can, like, con- like, talk normally because it feels like someone has punched me in the mouth. Like I completely understand because this literal exact same thing just happened to me twice within a six-month period. Really? Um, I couldn't afford to get all four of them taken out at once, so I did... It, I, the pain happened. Uh-huh. Uh, I ignored it for a while. Then it got to the point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. Yeah. Got that one taken out. Then they told me, you really need to get all of them taken out. And I said okay, LOL, and then I never did it, and then the same exact thing happened to me on the other side. Oh, my God. So no. now I have two wisdom teeth taken out, but I still have two in that I haven't gotten taken out because it's did, too expensive. Did your, like, so, insurance... Thank you, American Insurance Company. <laughs> <laughs> does your insur- does your insurance, like, not cover it, or, or... No, it does. It covers a lot of it, but it's still a lot out of pocket. Yeah, I mean, I... My mom was telling me, like, I'm getting kicked off of my mom's insurance at the end of this month, because I'll be 26, You're and still on it? Yeah, I'm, I'll be 26 on the 25th. Um, oh. And then I get kicked off at the end of November. And mm-hmm. apparently my mom said, because my brother just had to get his taken out, and apparently our dental is not through our dental insurance with the, the way that we have to get it taken out. Apparently goes through our health insurance. So um, I have to try to get these taken out before November 30th or else I'm going to have to mm-hmm. wait until my new insurance kicks in, which I don't even know when that happens. Um, right. Because, like, it depends on how fa- – I have to get, like, a letter from my mom's job. It's all stupid stuff. But I have to give that to my, my boss, and then we have to start the policy. But, like, sometimes it doesn't kick in immediately. So I, I'm just hoping the pain subsides and then doesn't come back until – or hopefully before I get my my wisdom teeth out because... So something that I started using, because I had to wait a little while to get my second one out, uh-huh. um, I looked it up and if you use uh, oil of oregano, oil of that or- helps to prevent infection. Okay. Um, and it actually eases the pain too. Really? You can get it at... Um, I think I got it at Whole Foods, but I think you can get it at like any drugstore really. Okay, yeah. I mean... I, it really helped. It tastes bad, but honestly, and it smells like your ma- your mouth smells like a pizza. That's okay. But at this point, I'll it do really anything. helps. I mean, yeah, I, I, I yeah. don't want to like. My mom was like, "Oh, just take Advil, take Advil," and I'm like, "Okay, I could take Advil." Don't take too much. Advil. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to have yeah. liver failure. Like, but at the yeah. same time, like, only thing that's helping is like Advil. And then, like, she yeah. gave me. I would try to do it like only twice a day. Take Advil mm-hmm. and then do the oil of oregano in the morning and at night, and it really helps. Yeah, I mean, if that can help with the pain then I'll do that because Mm -hmm. like I'd rather not be taking so much Advil or whatever 
It's yeah. just like so. I could. I haven't been able to sleep. Like in, I get woken I up in the middle of the night from the pain, and I'm just like, oh my that god. That was exactly what was happening to me, and especially at night, the oil oil of oregano helped. Okay. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully, like I don't know how much it'll be out of pocket, but at this point, I'm like whatever i just take them out but i don't know if they do they take all four out at once usually or yeah they do oh wow okay they well. almost always do all four at once unless you ask not to like i had to uh. beg them to do one at a time because it wasn't like it was like a hundred dollars a tooth yeah so if i did all four it was too much but yeah. if i did one at a time it was manageable you know yeah because my mom said that chris my brother was like two hundred dollars and now that i think about it that does sound like a hundred a tooth because I think he only got two removed, so yeah. mine's gonna be like four hundred dollars, which I don't have. But at the same right. time, I like, I, and it can be more depending on your insurance. Like I think John paid like a lot more when he got his taken out. Oh Jesus Christ! It always happens at the worst times too. <laughs> like of course, mm-hmm. when you're trying to save money. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. <laughs> like oh god. Well, this mm. is not a dental podcast. No, but. no, it is not. <laughs> But yeah, I just want to. If anybody has to deal with this, hopefully I I gave you some advice that, there with the oil of oregano. That would be that would be some good advice given from Jackie for you for your future. Hopefully you don't have it's to deal with this pain. It's also good. Oil of oregano is also good at combating colds and any type of infection. So oh, it's wow. actually and even acne. It's really good for a lot of things. Huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I I'm. Should get a bottle. Greg was like, "Oh, maybe um, you should use pepper. What was it? Peppermint oil?" He said, and I'm like, "I'm not. What the hell is peppermint oil gonna do for me? Like, no, that I, wouldn't. I, that wouldn't really. I mean, it does like cleanse and it'll make your mouth smell nice, yeah. but it won't. It won't actually help like infection or anything. Like oil of oregano will. Uh, well, I gotta stop at Whole Foods. Thank God there's one like mm-hmm. right around the corner <laughs> to get some. But hopefully, after when like hopefully the pain will stop." But yeah. if not, then definitely. Oh, can't I'm really wait. I'm sorry. I hope, it, I hope it gets better soon. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's get into this topic and not be so depressing with... Well, actually, it is kind of a depressing topic. <laughs> well, this is topic. a really depressing episode. So I'm going to start it off by saying content warning to the max if you are disturbed by death, murder, or pain yes. or injury of any kind, I would not listen to this episode. Thanks for coming. Come back next time. <laughs> we'll see you real soon. Yeah, I was actually going to say that, like, because I know I started out our Ghost of Disney episode with, like, a kind of listener discretion thing, but this is a little bit more of a, a gruesome topic because it's actual true stories. Like, ghost stories of possible deaths may not be, you know, like, actual, but these are actual deaths. And these are like dark topics um, that we're talking about. So I mean, like, it, it's it might be gruesome and triggering for some people, and we're not here to offend anyone. Um, we're just here to speak about the history of the Disney parks. But sometimes that history can contain dark parts, and it's part of the history nonetheless. So yeah. you know, we want to talk about it. Um, but and I yeah. also want to just say that we are not celebrating this. We don't think that this is like entertaining that people died, but it's just an interesting part of Disney's history, especially since Disney has the face of, you know, like cheery magic, everything's great. And this is kind of like the dirty underbelly of all of that, like the bad things that have happened at these parks. Yeah, and a lot of things... So it's just interesting to learn about and to understand like what happened. Yeah, and I mean like a lot of the things they covered up or like didn't really not yeah. not should I shouldn't say covered up because it's it's obviously information that's out there to the public but it's not something that they're really broadcasting not that I would think that there, any company would broadcast that but um you know yeah. I mean there are there are theories of Disney covering up many other deaths of people but you know I, well and there's a lot of deaths that I'm not going to talk about because Basically, Disney came out and said it was basically people who died unexpectedly on a ride. Uh And almost every single time, Disney came out and said that the person died from a pre-existing heart condition. Yeah, I mean, a a lot. And and I don't know if that's true every time or not, but it just seemed a little convenient that every time the death was actually on, almost every time the death was actually on a ride, It was deemed, you know, a pre-existing health issue. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny that you say that too because a lot of my deaths, they're not, none of them actually I don't think 
or maybe, I don't know, I have to look back, but I, most of them aren't health issues. It's Disney has come out and said, like, this wasn't our fault. This was the stupidity of these people, which, in honesty, Well, yeah, no, really I, I'm is. not, I'm saying those are the ones I'm not going to talk about. Oh, you're not going to talk about those. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, like, I don't yeah, think No, I that's have... what I'm saying. I'm not going to talk about any of those because there's nothing to tell yeah. because Disney, it seems like Disney's covering it up by saying, uh, oh, this person died not due to anything the ride did, but because of a pre-existing heart condition. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. What I'm trying to say is that that seems like a Disney cover up of some kind. Like they just, <laughs> they don't want to take responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. they're saying that it's not the ride's fault. It's, you know, this, which maybe that's true, mm-hmm. but that is true. There was just a conveniently large amount of those when I was looking. So yes. yeah, I'm not going to talk about any of those because they're not interesting. Um, um, the ones I'm going to talk about are like more interesting or like crazy stories. Yeah. And I think along the, the, the lines of what you're saying too, um, I personally chose deaths where the person actually died at Disney. Aside from, I think the first death I'm going to talk about, um, I chose ones where it like the, 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 person actually died at the park yeah me too um so yeah which is kind of really eerie because like I mean a lot of the times it's like oh the person was hospitalized and then died at the hospital but um I think I might have one that's like that but it's a really crazy story I don't remember but yeah the, that we'll get through it that um <laughs> yeah that was one thing I was just like gave me the chills thinking about like I was like oh gosh like someone died in this park not even at the hospital but like in this park yep. it's creepy some um, of mine are also on Disney transportation same um I think there was a lot that happened at hotels too that I am not gonna cover right now yeah there's a lot that happened in like peripheral areas of the parks that I, I'm not gonna cover mm-hmm. just like actually in the park yeah or on Disney transportation yeah that's that's exactly what I did is basically on Disney property um for the most part definitely Mm -hmm. so that's um oh god it makes it even more eerie (laughs) to think about um so just like the last time happiest place on earth yeah true um (laughs) also the darkest place on earth if you really really look deep into it um Mm -hmm. but yes just like last time with the ghosts of disney i'm going to be covering the deaths at disneyland and you'll be covering the deaths at disney world right yes hello did you hear me? I said yes. Oh, no. Your phone cut out for a second. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, you want to flip a coin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a coin. <laughs> I don't either. I don't want to cause any noise grabbing one. <laughs> I'll start. I'll start. Um, all right. So one, I'm causing noise right now because I have to shift my position. I really apologize. No, don't worry. It's fine. Okay. Um, so you should see this like little fort that I'm in. It's kind of cool. It's really, it's, it's, I feel like, I feel like a kid at a sleepover. Um, I can't wait to hear what the sound quality is like with that. I feel like it's going to help a lot. I do hope so. start doing that every time. Especially with my crappy microphone. Let's hope that it helps the sound yeah. quality. <laughs> I have a blanket here too. Maybe I'll try Doing a blanket fort myself. Oh, there you go. There we go. All right. <laughs> there we go. I'm comfortable under here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I thought I was going to get really hot, but I'm glad that I'm not. I'm not. There's like some, there's some ventilation. Like I have some areas where I can like stick my arm out so I don't get too hot. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Go All right. for it. So one thing I have to note, um, hold on one second. We already got cut out. I huh? know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> um, oh, no. It's What's all right. Happening? Um, so one thing I have to note is that, Sorry about that a lot of these deaths have this, like, eerie kind of connection um, in my research that I've found, or at least I feel like it's a connection. Maybe it's just my brain think- thinking weirdly. Um, okay. But the deaths at Disneyland, a few of them – are like repeat incidents. 
So basically, mm. like, what I'm trying to say is, like, the original incident happened, and then a couple years, not, I don't want to say a couple, like, at least 10 years later, another incident would happen on the same ride or, like, in the same location of the park, and it would That's be crazy. the same exact incident of, like, like basically oh history repeating itself, which freaks me uh-huh. out. Um, so, like, let me explain, like, with my first death, Okay. Okay. Um, so in May of 1964, Disneyland's first death happened. Um, now, this is the, the one where the person didn't die at the park. Um, okay. But I just wanted to start off with this because it was the first death at the park. So I felt like mm-hmm. it was only fitting to be my first death on my list. Um, so this person died due to injuries that related to what had happened at the park. Um, so in May of 1916. 1964, a 15-year-old boy named Mark Maples was injured after he stood up on the Matterhorn bobsled. Um, So either him or his friend, it's very unclear, um, because not like they had cameras back then, couldn't really really test this, but someone or something unfastened his harness. Um, So he attempted to stand up while the ride was in motion, but he lost his balance and was thrown to the tracks below him. Now, this resulted in him fracturing his skull and ribs and also having other internal injuries. Um, So then I guess he was rushed to the hospital and died at the hospital three days later. Now, what is eerie is another accident similar to this one, also involving the Matterhorn, happened in January of 1984. Uh, It happened to a woman named Dolly, I I think it's Regine, I I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, Um, but she was thrown from her bobsled into the path of an oncoming bobsled, and her head and chest were pinned beneath the wheels of the oncoming bobsled, which I don't even want to picture in my head because it's like, Um, But upon further examination, it was revealed that her seatbelt wasn't fastened at the time of the incident, but no one knows if it was undone by her or just came undone somehow um, since she was riding alone. So, yeah. Yeah. And it, it was really eerie because, like, I think in another one, Uh, Yeah, in another death, it started, the first one happened in, like, the 1960s, and then the second death that, like, mirrored it happened in the 80s as well. So it was, like, kind of, like, almost, like, a 20-year difference between these similar deaths. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I know that's it's so creepy. It is super freaky. Um, so, so another one that's similar. uh, There was. Uh, This one is 13 years apart. So in August of 1967, Ricky Liyama was crushed beneath the wheels of an oncoming uh, people mover car. So this took place, this this death took place on the people mover, RIP people mover at Disneyland because it don't exist no more. Um, But thank God it's still at Disney World. I know. Oh my God. I I don't know what I would do without a a ride on, on the the people mover. Although I have to say the Disneyland railroad was kind of similar to the people mover. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying. So I, I appreciate that. That's fine. Um, So he, Ricky was apparently trying to jump from his car to another people mover car um, as his car approached uh, his tunnel section. But he slipped and fell, and that's when he was crushed. So I guess mm. he, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't even want to think about the logistics. Um, so similar to that death, in June of 1980, Gerardo Gonzalez was also jumping from car to car as he approached this same tunnel. And Why would somebody do that? I, I don't know. These you? people are so stupid. It, it took place in the 60s and the 80s, and these people were reckless, I guess, because... Oh my God. I don't understand. So he um, also slipped and fell onto the track, and the oncoming cars crushed him beneath their wheels and dragged him for several feet down the track. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Now, this one thing I have to note also is a couple of these deaths that I'm going to talk about happened on this at this event called Grad Night. So I guess it was like after these high schoolers graduated, they closed down Disney at night and let these high schoolers have a whole night at Disney. So must be nice. Yeah, right? So these are like (laughs) stupid idiot high schoolers that think they're cool. 
and right. just died. So Showing off for the other Yeah. It's also really creepy, though, because a couple of them take place on grad night. So it's like, what is this? Like the curse of grad night? I, like, That's so sad. Yeah, it is. Um, God, I, now that you say that, like I actually stop and think about it. And I'm like, wow, that really does Just suck. imagine like their parents like, yeah. oh yeah, my kid's going to Disney. That's like the safest thing they could do on grad night. And yeah. And they die. Like, exactly. And then I like. can't even imagine. And then like, oh, they just graduated high school. I took all this time and effort to put into my high school diploma and now I'm yeah. dead. Like oh that's, God, that's, that's so very sad. upsetting. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but like it's an uncomfortable thing to think about. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, you had to be a ding dong and and try to be cool and show off in front of your friends and like look what happened, you know. <clears throat> um, so on the topic, I guess of grad night in a way of history repeating itself. Um, there were well, there's probably more than this, but the two, I'm going to talk about two drowning deaths. Um, in the rivers of America. Now, the okay. deaths were due to different reasons, but they both took place in the rivers of America. And um, one took place during grad night. I don't think the other one took place during grad night. Um, let me just... Okay. Yeah, no. The other one didn't. Um, so, let's see. All right. So, the first death was in June of 1963. Or, I'm sorry, 1973. God, I can't read. Um, Bogdan Delarotte and his 10-year-old brother, they stayed on Tom Sawyer Island way past its closing time. I guess they must have hid. I, I don't know how you do that. but um, yeah. And it was in 1973, so people probably weren't paying attention like they do nowadays. That's probably why a lot yeah, of the stuff you don't hear about going on now is because, like, back in the Everybody's 60s. Everybody's super paranoid now. Yeah, and I mean, like, back <laughs> in the 60s and 70s and 80s, I feel like things were so lax. And I feel Kids like. Kids would just run around by themselves. Exactly. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't have these like strict um, guidelines or procedures that they took, right. I guess. So. Totally. I'm glad that it doesn't happen anymore, but like. No. It should be just a thing. Like it shouldn't. I, I don't get it. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway. Totally. <laughs> um, so him and his brother decided that it would be a great idea to swim across the river back to the park. So I. I I don't understand it, but the little brother, I, and this is what I don't get. The little brother didn't know how to swim. So, like, why oh. would why would you be like, oh, yeah, Bogdan, let's swim back across, even though I don't know how to swim. Like, are you stupid? I, I don't understand how this is. He was probably just listening to his older brother. Yeah. You know? that's he probably didn't even. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, Bogdan had to carry this little brother on his back as they tried to get back across the water. Um, but halfway through, somehow Bogdan drowned. I don't know if it was like maybe he got tired or he swallowed too much water. Because, I mean, it, I, I don't know generally, like, the direction that they were going. Like, if it was straight across, it's not that far of a distance. But I don't know if it was, like, on the other side so they had to swim around the river. Because I know, like, the river is like a loop. So I'm not quite sure the logistics, but I'm guessing he must have gotten really tired, and so he drowned. Um, but the little brother stayed afloat by treading water until help arrived. So oh the little brother God. did survive, which I probably would have felt so guilty, honestly, if I was that little kid because, like, yeah, you know. Um, so then the next River of America incident happened in June of 1983, um, when Philip, I, I'm going to pronounce this, but it's going to be so bad. Strawhan? I don't know. Uh, Philip drowned after crashing a rubber emergency boat. So this is a grad night incident. These are two ding-dongs that just thought they were cool. So basically what happened was Philip and his friend stole a boat from Tom Sawyer Island. It was like an emergency boat. And... Philip was unable to pilot the boat correctly, so obviously, I guess, I mean, uh, most people don't have boating licenses in high school, so he was, it's very unclear what had happened, but um, there's like kind of two stories of how Philip died, but one of the stories is he was unable to pilot the boat, thus crashing it and being thrown from the boat. But then I've also heard that he crashed the boat and the boat was flipped over. 
Um, because like I said, two, there's two different sources that say different things, but either way, Philip died and his friend was able to get ashore to get help, but Philip had drowned in the meantime. So I guess he must've been knocked out from either being thrown from the boat or the boat flipping on top of him. So by the time the friend had brought back help, Philip had already drowned from being unconscious. So that was another eerie grad night death, which awful. I know. Isn't that horrible? Um, so my next death was, or next, yeah, one, yeah, this is only one death. Um, so the next Mm -hmm. one happened on the monorail or, okay, I don't, I shouldn't say on the monorail because the person wasn't in a monorail car, but this also, the monorail was involved. Correct. Um, Mm -hmm. this was also another grad night death. So the curse of grad night strikes again. So yeah. in June of they 19- should definitely cancel that. I think they did. Honestly, I haven't seen <laughs> okay. another thing about grad night. Oh my god! I know, I know. Um, so basically, what had happened was in June of 1966, a 19-year-old boy named Thomas Guy Cleveland was killed by the monorail. He was attempting to sneak into Disneyland by climbing onto the monorail track and walking along the track until he was inside the park. And then at that point, I guess he just figured he would jump down from the track once inside and go on his merry way. However, that wasn't the case. Um, Also, I, I was telling Greg about this when we were at Disneyland as we were walking past the monorail track. And I said to him, like, yeah, some kid died on this. Like, he climbed up the monorail track. And Greg was like, well, it's so high up. How the heck did he get up to the track in the first place? And I was thinking the same thing. And I'm like, they obviously didn't knock down the whole track and, like, raise it up higher. I don't know if there was originally, like, ladders maybe on, like, the poles between. There could have been, like, in certain areas mm-hmm. for, like, emergencies, know, technicians or whatever, yeah, yeah. Or emergencies, and then they might have removed them to prevent this from happening. Exactly. That's what I was thinking because I was like, I don't know how he would have just got up that high. You can't just jump from the ground all the way up there. So I'm guessing yeah. that's that was the case. Um, so yeah, Something like that. Yeah. Either way, he was able to get onto the monorail track, um, but as he was walking, there was a monorail train quickly approaching. So he decided to climb below the track onto this like fiberglass canopy that was underneath. Um, and like there at the time, like a guard had saw him and was like yelling, like get down, get down, get down, because there was he saw the the, the monorail train coming. Um, but he, I guess, just decided to go to the little canopy below. But the clearance wasn't enough, so he was struck and killed by the monorail, um, and it oh, dragged his body thirty to forty feet down the track. Oh my god! I know, isn't that that's it, horrific? And I guess I got rid of this like canopy thing as well because I was also looking at it and I didn't see any um, like canopy thing below the the track. Um, yeah, but then again, I could have just it, it could have just been the area that I had seen that didn't have it. It could have been in other areas. I know. I don't know. Um, right. So yeah, my last and final death happened in 1999 on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Uh, a custodian, which was the, they, he was not named, um, mm-hmm. died from falling 40 feet off the Fantasyland Skyway station platform. So he was cleaning the platform, and the ride was accidentally turned on by employees who didn't know he was on the, the platform cleaning. So I guess he was knocked over and he tried grabbing a passing gondola in order to get out of the way of an oncoming one but he lost his grip and then fell 40 feet and landed in a flower bed near the dumbo ride oh my god i know isn't that really sad like could you imagine being i know could you imagine being like the employee who like accidentally turned it on like I, I can't even imagine how horrible. Oh my god, that's crazy. I know when I when I read it, I was like, I don't know. I, I have this thing where I like put myself in other people's shoes, and, and I don't know, it's weird. And like I was just thinking about that that employee that like they were just fooling around talking and like accidentally turned on the ride, didn't think anything of it, and then like you leave, and then you see this guy that just fell because of an accident that you you did. You know what I mean? Like right, exactly. it, and like how do you? How do you like chart? Like, does that did that person get arrested? Because it was technically an accident. Yeah. You know what I mean. It wasn't like they did it maliciously and 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 in t- 
intentionally, but at the same time, things like that always freak me out so much because I know how many stupid, thoughtless mistakes I make all the time. That's exactly it. Like imagine if one of those mistakes resulted in somebody else's death, like exactly you know what I mean yeah that's exactly awful that's exactly what I was thinking when I was like oh my god Mm -hmm. what if I was that person and like I I would I I could easily be that person oh yeah knowing myself me too I'm the biggest klutz the biggest I know me too it's like really a problem (laughs) (laughs) and I like drive a car every day like something could happen at any time you know yeah I mean half the time when I'm driving like my brain just kind of goes into autopilot and sometimes I'll get home and I'll be like how the hell How did, I did get I, home? Yeah, like yeah. I was not, I was not paying it. Like I was paying attention, obviously, but like I wasn't really in my br- like. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> so totally. that was, and somehow you were there, but you weren't there. Fully. I know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> know. thank God, nothing happened, because yeah. I don't not even know what. Would. How do you explain that? You're like, oh yeah, I kind of just zoned out. Like, no, there's no explaining exactly. that. It's horrible. No, and like nobody will believe that, even though it's like you know pretty common that people just space out. But exactly. Oh my god, so crazy. Um, So yeah, that was those were my deaths at Disneyland. Like I said, I wanted to cover ones where people actually died at the park. There were a lot of other incidents where people were injured, um, or they were well, they were injured and then died off premises. Um, Mm -hmm. They and one thing I also like to note is in my research. They don't call them like deaths. They call them incidents. Whether the person actually yeah. died or just was <laughs> injured, they like to call them incidents. incidents. They'll never, they'll know. never confirm like, oh, a death at Disney. They'll be like, oh, an incident at Disney. Which yeah, I had a hard time separating out all incidents mm-hmm. and just deaths. Because yes, of that exactly. That's why I had to like constantly yeah. like go through everything. And I'm like, oh my god, and it's just too. another incident. Um and. Yep. Uh, a lot of my information, it came from a couple different sources. So I had one that was cheatsheet.com. Uh, then there was snopes.com, ranker.com, and good old Wikipedia. So those, awesome. um, Thank what is Thank you it? to all of those sources. Yeah, one, all the, what is that? One, two, three, four sources. So. Cool. Yeah. Those were my deaths at Disneyland. Awesome. Yeah. So are you ready to hear some deaths at Disney World? Yes. Which is, I feel like it's even. Disney World. Even more eerie because, like, I go to Disney World like not All often. The time. Yeah, but like I now know. I'm gonna go there and not be able to like not yeah. think of it. You know what I mean? I know. And I actually so I knew a lot how of many there were too. exactly, and I knew like a lot. I'm of gonna the, tell you a lot, but just know that there was like twice the amount that's, that I'm not gonna talk about today. <laughs> I'm I'm totally cool with that. But you know what's yeah. really weird is the fact that like the the ghosts of Disney like that doesn't really bother me but it's like the deaths are just like because a ghost story is a ghost story it might be real it's probably not these are real reportings of real deaths that happen yeah that's true and also I feel Mm -hmm. like I feel like the um I knew all of the ghost stories for some reason but I actually don't know any of the true deaths like I don't think I knew I don't know of any deaths at Disney World nope so well, you're gonna know some now. Yeah. So mm. I kind of organized mine by like I'm gonna start with some transportation deaths, and okay. then I have like Magic Kingdom deaths, Animal Kingdom deaths. Ooh, so that's exciting. On. Yeah, because you have a lot of yeah. property to cover. I have basically. I, know. <laughs> I didn't even look into California Adventure just because. Um, just because that's recent. That opened in like 2000. I was like, true. You're gonna get the good stuff at Disneyland. So. Absolutely. You have a lot a of A lot of these are like relatively recent though that happened at Disney World, which is like even scarier. Really? Like, <laughs> it's like oh, still possible. Oh God. All right. So let's get into it. All right. So um, I'm going to start with Disney transportation deaths. Okay. So the first one, are you still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I heard something. I was afraid <laughs> that the phone went away. Okay. On April 1st, 2010... So this was only nine years ago. Oh, my God. A nine-year-old boy was crushed to death by a Disney transportation bus at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground while he was riding his bicycle with an 11-year-old girl. (gasps) A report from the Florida Highway Patrol says that the victim appeared to turn his bike into the road and ran into the side of the bus, subsequently being dragged under the bus's right rear tire. The victim was pronounced dead at the scene. A preliminary report stated that the bus driver who was 30 who has 30 years experience with Disney was not impaired or driving recklessly and that charges probably would not be filed pending a full investigation of the incident. 
on in October 2010, Disney World was sued for $15,000 by the boy's mother. Disney settled out of court in 2012 with the boy's mother. Wow. I can't even believe. Like, I can't even... And, of course, they're going to come out and say that the driver wasn't impaired or driving correctly. Yeah, so it's like, what, want what was the reason? I mean, I guess, like, there could just be, it's an accident. He didn't realize, but, like. Yeah, but those buses don't drive. I mean, especially if you're at the hotel, like, how fast could it have been driving that he didn't notice that he was dragging a boy? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's true. They don't, yeah, they don't. I don't know. They don't pick up speed until they get to, like, those main highways, especially, like, in the resort exactly. area. Oh my god! Right, there's like exactly. dog barking outside of my window. That's okay. Okay. Um. So then, another bus death. Um. On December twenty sixth, also of in twenty ten, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. A sixty nine year old man died after stepping in front of a moving Disney transportation bus in the parking lot of Disney Port Orleans Resort. What, is he not paying attention? I don't know. But again, like that's the same year at another resort by yeah, a bus. That's like, weird. What? I know. Okay, so then a couple monorail deaths. So this one's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, on July 5th of 2009, so again, this was only 10 years ago, mm-hmm. during a failed track switchover from the Epcot line onto the Magic Kingdom Express line, monorail pink backed into monorail purple at the Transportation and Ticket Center station, killing a 21-year-old monorail purple pilot. One employee oh. and one one employee and six guests who were also on the trains were treated at the scene and released. OSHA and park officials inspected the monorail line and monorail reopened on July 6, 2009. So they literally just opened it the next day <laughs> after new sensors and operating procedures were put in place. Um, an investigation by the National Transportation Transportation Safety Board showed no mechanical problems with the trains or track but did find that the track used in the switchover was not in its proper place for the track transition. The National Transportation Safety Board also noted that the Purple's pilot attempted to reverse his train when he saw that there was going to be a collision. Disney placed three monorail employees on paid administration leave as a result of the incident. On October 31st, 2011... The uh, National Transportation Safety Board issued its findings on the incident, citing the probable cause as the shop panel operator's failure to properly align the switch beam before the monorail train was directed to reverse through it. As a result of the incident, cab riding for guests was discontinued. Oh, my god! So they blamed it on the, on the monorail operator. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. And then on June... 12th, 1982, a one-year-old girl from Muscatine, Iowa, was killed when she fell from a tram in a parking lot. Oh, my God. How how does a freaking one-year-old fall from a tram in the parking lot? Like, where was her parent? Yeah. like uh, the, You know what I mean? Like, the tram is like the little carts that will drive you to the monorail system, right? That's from, the, like, the parking lot. Yeah, like, what the heck like, were her yeah. parents doing? Why is a one-year-old girl not, like, in a stroller? You know what I mean? Or, like, yeah, like, on somebody's like a, lap. Like, that's a baby. Yeah, like, what? And I, you can't even blame that on Disney at that point because that's just no, negligence that by the parents. Absolutely. It's crazy. I mean, it's 1982, so like we were saying, like, what was going on then? Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then moving into Animal Kingdom deaths. On January 28th, 2016, Mm -hmm. an Orlando area attorney announced that he had been retained by a family involved in a biting incident at the park. So this one's really creepy. What? According to the attorney, in October 2014, a snake fell out of a tree onto a group of guests in a public area of the theme park. The animal bit an eight-year-old boy that it landed on, causing the boy's grandmother to suffer cardiac arrest and die two days later. The attorney claimed that the snake had escaped from the park's facilities, but Disney officials, while acknowledging the bite incident, stated that the snake was not part of the of of their collection and was actually a wild snake that was just in the park. What? I mean, they that's... further stated that the snake involved was non-venomous and that a park nurse treated the bite with an adhesive bandage and the family continued their visit afterwards. So this one was the one that I was saying the person didn't die on the premises, but I just thought it was such a crazy story. Yeah. The grandma dies because her grandchild was bit by a snake and she suffers cardiac arrest 
out of fear. That would be my grandma. Like what? <laughs> my and then it's not even, they're at Animal Kingdom of all places, and it's not even a park snake. It's just a lot, a wild, this is why, why, why do we go to Florida? I don't this know. This is why we would never go to Florida if Disney wasn't there. Why <laughs> is there just wild snakes falling out of trees on people? I was that just about to say. New Jersey. No. I was just about to say, that doesn't happen in California, probably. That's just no. a Florida problem. Like, good old Florida exactly. problem. Exactly. Like, What? Oh my god! So wait, did the, the was the snake poison? The snake wasn't poisonous, right? No, it it said here that the snake was not poisonous. Okay, so that's just crazy. Like someone else gets yeah. bit by a snake, but then you die. Like but what? But then you die. I know. How crazy of a story is that? Oh my god! I know. Oh, <laughs> that's that so would be my grandma was... though. My grandma's deathly afraid of snakes. Like she really? would. That would be her. A hundred percent. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm not going to go through them, but apparently there have been multiple seizure deaths on Expedition Everest, which I'm not surprised about because of Disco Yeti. Mm-hmm. Uh, those flashing lights can't be good. Nope. Um, then on the prime- primeval whirl, on there's been a couple deaths. So on what? November wow. 27, 2007, 63-year-old employee Karen Price died from a brain injury sustained four days earlier when she was hit by a ride vehicle after falling from a restricted area of the ride platform. On May 23, 2008, OSHA fined Walt Disney World $25,500 and charged the company with five safety violations. The fines were $15,000 for three series violations and $7,500 for, for still missing a handrail that had been reported. So they said that they, it was reported that the handrail was missing. They were supposed to replace it, and they still didn't. So they were fined $7,500 for that. And then another 3000 for not responding to OSHA's requests within the requested time period. So Disney was trying to, like, I don't know, ignore this. I, I just, and not responding to OSHA after their employee died from a brain injury because they fell off a ride because of safety violations. Like, how do you just Crazy. think that's okay? Like, I, 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 I don't understand. Yeah. Like, how do you not... And especially being Disney, like, how do you not expect that information to get out there and you think you could just, like sweep it under the rug and no one's going to really know about this. Like mm-hmm. you're Disney. They, everyone finds out everything about Disney because there are so many people that want to see Disney fail because they just don't like Disney. So they will be the first ones to shout this information to the public. Like you should Absolutely. be on top of your shit, Disney. Like there's just no excuse to that. Oh yeah. When you're a company that's that big. I mean, you should be on top of your shit no matter what, even if you are in Disney. Cause like safety is like, that's of just, course. That's just not a non, no-brainer kind of thing. But still, especially if you're Disney. Right. And when you're a company that big, your natural inclination is to try and sweep things under the rug and portray an image. Exactly. But when you're a company that's that big, there are thousands of people who work for you. There are millions of people who follow everything that you do. So honestly, at the end of the day, like being transparent about your flaws is going to benefit you more than it's going to hurt you. Yeah, Because, because if it, you're being transparent and you're actively trying to fix it, exactly. more people are going to appreciate that than be mad about it. Yeah, and it like you know it, what I mean? it, yeah, it makes you them trust you more. Like you're not trying to hide exactly. things. You're you're being open and uh, and you know transparent about it and and this is not something that you want to hide from the public. Of course, they're going to trust you more. I think so, too. Yeah. Oh, my um, gosh. And then another another employee also sustained head injuries while working on this ride in uh, 2011. So this was even after that first one with the OSHA incident. And a 52-year-old employee sustained head injuries while working on the ride um, and was airlifted to a local hospital where he passed. Um, the ride was undergoing maintenance at the time and was closed to the public. So... Mm-hmm. They probably never replaced that handrail. Nope. Probably not. Um, (laughs) So then um, Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular deaths. Ooh. So there have been a number of incidents involving the show's performers that have occurred since the live action show's premiere in 1989. In 1990, OSHA fined the resort $1,000 after three performers were injured in three separate incidents. Do you think that these fines seem like appropriate i feel like they're all really low yeah no there's that's just like a, like a slap on the like wrist Disney kind of thing yeah paying a thousand dollars is like me paying a penny you exactly know? Like, exactly like when you said well so when you said that the mom that that the kid 
uh, that got, got dragged. $15,000 Yeah, it. I was like, yeah, that's it? $15,000 for the life of your child? Like, that's it's a little crazy. weird. It is. And again, $15,000 for Disney is like $10 for me. <laughs> exactly. They're like, yeah, like, sure, no problem. Right, exactly. Oh. Um, okay, so in one incident, a performer fell 30 feet when a restraining cable failed. Mm-hmm. And in another, a performer fell 25 feet when a prop ladder collapsed unexpectedly. And a, a third performer was pinned by a malfunctioning trap door. At the time, OSHA cited Disney for failing to provide adequate fall protection, including padding and other equipment. Like, what the heck? Any, like, local theater knows how to use a trap door properly. Yeah. Um, later, while rehearsing a new... While rehearsing, well, sorry, later while rehearsing, they didn't put the comma in the right place, (laughs) a new safer routine, another performer fell 25 feet onto concrete. Onto concrete. Oh my God. I just could hear the crunch. Oh my Lanta. Oh my God. In a rehearsal on August 17th, 2009, a 30 year old male performer died after injuring his head while performing a a tumbling roll. Performances for the next day were canceled out of respect for him. And, like, each of these, it's, like, the next day, they're, like, back doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, like, the show must go on. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so then some parking lot deaths. Some oh, of wow. these were pretty interesting. Okay. Um, on November 21st, 1984, a husband and wife, along with their one-year-old daughter, were killed and two other children were injured when the end... This, is, this one's completely insane because it has nothing to do with Disney, even. They were just happened to be in the parking lot of Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, so a husband and wife, along with their one-year-old daughter, were killed and two other children injured when the single-engine plane they were flying in... Oh, they were, they were not in the parking lot. They were on the plane. I'm sorry. When oh. the single engine plane they were flying in crashed while attempting an emergency landing in the Epcot parking lot. The <laughs> Piper aircraft was approaching an empty section of the parking lot when it clipped a light pole, shearing off the right wing and crashing into several parked cars. The family was fr- flying from Greer, South Carolina to Kissimmee, Florida for a vacation at Disney World. So they were going to Disney World. Oh, that's There sad. was going to be an emergency landing in the Epcot parking lot and it, at the last minute, it just failed, and they died. Like, that's crazy. Wow. That is upsetting. I know. Could you imagine? Um, I know. It's insane. Um, on January 14th, 1986, the bodies of a 33-year-old man and a woman were discovered floating in a retention pond after they drove their car down an embankment and into the water during a heavy rainstorm several days earlier. Authorities speculate that the two attempted to escape the vehicle through the driver's side window as it sank into the six feet deep water. The vehicle's lights and windshield wipers were found in the on position, leading authorities to believe that the driver lost visibility during a rainstorm, jumped a curb, and slid down an embankment into the pond. Like, if they had just got been able to get out of the car, it was only six feet deep, they would have yeah. been fine. That's sad. Because you don't know. Like, you, you can't tell when you're in the car, you know? That's, exactly. That's so upsetting. Oh, my God. And that and was... Then, what park was that near? Um, Does it say? It, it, you know, it doesn't say. Huh. Either way. On weird. property, eerie as heck. I know. I mean, um, granted, I would probably imagine, like, not you're mind. just driving in Disney and it's raining and yeah. then that happens. Like, I mean, yeah, and how? that happens quite often too. Like the rain there gets really crazy at times. I know. But I have to say, I wouldn't mind dying at Disney. At if Disney, I, had, I know. <laughs> if I had to die anywhere, come on. Like I wouldn't mind dying there. Absolutely. <laughs> at least I can haunt um, the hell out of it. <laughs> so then on March 12, 2019, so this oh year. Oh my God, don't. Oh, <laughs> A worker died in an industrial incident behind the France Pavilion. No details are available on the cause of death, Hmm. but it is believed that he fell off the roof of the upcoming uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure attraction. Say hello to a new ghost story. (laughs) Yep. So when you go on that ride, just think about this poor man. No. Yeah. That's going to be like another George on Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Okay, so then this one is just completely crazy, Um, and it's a miscellaneous section of the parks. Mm -hmm. Um, Wait a minute. Well, that's not true because it's in Epcot, but it was under miscellaneous on the page. Um, Okay, so on September 12th, 1992, a 37-year-old man entered Epcot after park closing and brandished a shotgun at three security guards 
demanding to see his ex-girlfriend who worked at the park. He fired four blasts at the guards and took two of them hostage in a restroom near the Journey into Imagination Pavilion. Oh my God. As Orange County Sheriff's deputies surrounded the area, the man released his hostages and emerged from the restroom with a shotgun held to his chest. After exchanging words with deputies, he put the gun to his head and fired. He was pronounced dead on arrival at the Orlando Regional Medical Center. Investigators attributed his actions to a recent breakup with his longtime girlfriend. Oh my God, I have chills. How have we never heard that story? I mean, I don't know. I I was going to say, yeah, I mean, like I was going to say, well, it took place before I was alive. But then again, even still, you would hear something about that, like in your life, just especially being Disney fans. Like, although I have to say there, that kind of is creepy. I think that's another reason why I got chills. I remember seeing a ghost story about a ghost in Epcot that like, appears at the end of the night like when the park's about to close and like I've heard a couple of instances where like security would be like hey like what are you doing here the park's closed and like they'd go to like get the person and then it it would just be they would just disappear so like oh my god what if that's like the ghost of this person it could be. Isn't that freaky? To I mean, think he's like about? A, definitely a restless spirit. I would assume you exactly, know I mean? and it kind of fits. Like you said, the the person yeah. you know came in after closing, like when the park was right. empty, and like uh-huh. this is this ghost appears at the park after it's closed, and security. Oh my god, I got chills. Isn't that freaky? John I mean, better be home when I'm done recording. I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, that's, I'm getting spooked, Amanda. I'm sorry, I'm not there to hold you. <laughs> I think that okay, is like. So I just have a few more. That's like. Sorry, I feel go like, ahead. No, I feel like that's like. I I don't mean to discredit any of the other deaths at Disney World, but like honestly, I feel that's like that the is the one, eeriest right? one, just because it's like it's like not a not that it's a natural death, but I mean like it's a self inflicted like, death, right? So and that's it's, freaky. You know, somebody who came into the parks with a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like held people hostage. Like that's crazy story. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad okay, that they didn't so. do it during regular operating hours, at least. But yeah, and I'm even glad still. that he didn't kill anybody else or hurt anybody else. Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's sad that he died, and whatever was going on with him is terrible. But yeah. at least nobody else got hurt. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Imagine being the girlfriend of that person. I like, can't. I don't even want to. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Right. So then the next few are Magic Kingdom deaths. Mm-hmm. Um. So, unfortunately, there's been a lot of Magic Kingdom deaths. Um, Of course there has. (laughs) So, on February 11th, 2004, a 38-year-old employee named Javier Cruz, dressed as Pluto, who had worked at the theme park for eight years, died at the Magic Kingdom when he was run over by the Beauty and the Beast float in the Share a Dream Come True parade. What? How do you just run someone over? And those things, like, don't go fast either no. again. Like, what the hell was happening that he got run over and nobody stopped? Like, yeah. what the hell? I mean, I don't mean to place blame on anyone. Obviously, that's not right. But, like, what was he doing? Just standing there? Like, do you know. not see the float behind you? Like, I don't understand. I know. And okay. so Disney representatives commented that no incident of these circumstances had ever happened before to a cast member and that no guests had seen the incident because that matters. Mm-hmm. This led OSHA to fine Disney $6,300 for having oh, employees wow. in restricted areas. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. That's ridiculous. Pennies. On August 11th, 1977... A four-year-old boy from Dalton, Illinois, drowned in the moat surrounding Cinderella Castle. Mm -hmm. The family sued Disney for $4 million and won. However, the jury found the parents 50% liable for allowing the boy to climb over a fence while playing and reduced the settlement amount to $2 million. At least these people got a real payout. I mean, yeah. That's That's crazy. I don't understand. I just... I know. Anyway, go on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on August 6, 2009, Mark Priest, a 47-year-old employee playing the role of a pirate in the Captain Jack's Pirate Tutorial show, uh, slipped on a puddle on the stage and hit his head on a wall. He was taken to Florida Hospital Orlando with um, injuries including a broken vertebra in his neck and severe lacerations on his head that required 55 stitches. He died four days later due to complications from the fall. Oh, my God. I know. 
That's just like a um, freak accident, you know? That's crazy. I know. Just a puddle. Yeah. On February 14th, 1999, 64-year-old part-time custodian Raymond Barlow was killed when he fell off a seat. He was cleaning uh, the Fantasyland Skyway station platform when the ride was accidentally turned on by staff not knowing he was there. So it's like exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. He was in the path of the ride vehicles and grabbed a passing seat in an attempt to save himself. He lost grip fell 40 feet, and landed on in a flower bed near the Dumbo ride. Wait. He was dead. What? That, 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 was a lot, that was my last one. It's the same one? Yeah. This says it was at Magic Kingdom in Disney this, World, though. That's weird. This one said Disneyland. And I didn't, that's so weird. Are you sure it's exactly the same one? A hundred percent. Was it, yours in February 14th? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was on Valentine's You're right. Isn't yep. that cr- so? Maybe okay. What so, I wonder if that maybe it is Disney World, but I, that was under yeah. <gasps> Wikipedia so. did me dirty. Mine's well, at least you Wikipedia had too. you had his name at least because mine didn't have his name when I was yeah. in when I was in this like this has the a Disney- lot of details, so I feel like this is probably the true story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh my God! Well, poor his name was Raymond. Yep, Raymond poor, Barlow. Poor Raymond. I'm sorry. At least we got to give him a name. Well, do you want to go through what Disney was fined? Oh, yeah. As oh, a yeah. result of it. Oh, yeah. So, um, the Skyway ride, which was, which had been scheduled to be closed before the accident occurred, was permanently closed on November 10th, 1999. Mm-hmm. As a result of the accident, OSHA fined Walt Disney World $4,500. What? For violating federal safety codes in the work area. The incident echoed a similar incident. Oh, no. The incident echoed a similar incident at the Disneyland Resort in 1994 when a 30-year-old man fell 20 feet out of the Skyway cabin and subsequently tried to sue Disney. So I feel like maybe the one you read, somebody was confusing these two incidents. Okay, yeah, 100%, definitely. Probably. That's still um, crazy, In though. that case, however, the man later admitted that he was... In, that he had, in fact, jumped out of the ride, and the case was dismissed. Uh-huh. Um, Who? Yeah. Why do people so get the urges the... to just jump from their cars? Like, why? Yes, I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, what am I saying? Okay. So, Splash Mountain. Ooh. I don't like, I don't like that there was ever a Splash Mountain death. I don't There's either. only one that I read, so here we go. Okay. On November 5th, 2000... A 37-year-old man from St. Petersburg, Florida, was fatally injured while trying to exit the ride vehicle while it was moving. He told fellow passengers that he felt ill and attempted to reach one of the attractions marked emergency exit. He was struck by the following ride vehicle and died at the local hospital. Poor guy. Yeah. So then I'm going to end this with a story of survival. Oh, um, okay. I like to that. To end this on a positive note. Yeah. I, th- I thought this was a badass story, and I wanted to tell this at the end since okay. we talked only about death. Um, so on June 26, 1985, a fire engulfed the rear car of the six-car Mark IV silver monorail, monorail train in transit from the Epcot station to the Transportation and Ticket Center. This fire predated onboard fire detection systems, emergency exits, and evacuation planning. Passengers in the car kicked out the side windows and climbed around the side of the train to reach the roof, where they were subsequently rescued by the Reedy Creek Fire Department. Seven passengers were hospitalized for smoke inhalation or other minor injuries. The fire department later determined that the fire started when a flat tire was dragged across across the concrete beam and was ignited by the frictional heat. Oh, wow. So these people, they rallied and they kicked out the window and they got out and they got saved by this amazing fire department. Thank you, Reedy Creek Fire Department, for, for saving real. these people. Did awesome. they were they, did they have to climb on top of the monorail as it was moving, or was it like just stopped at that point? I would hope that God that it was stopped because that's just terrifying, having to oh. climb on top of the monorail like wall in motion. Even though it's not yeah, traveling too know. fast, I would think that like if there was a flat tire, it wouldn't be traveling either very fast or. Right. Um, or at all. <laughs> well, it might have because, I mean, it was being dragged and that's why the fire was ignited. Mm-hmm. But it might have stopped once the fire started. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, either way, I'm glad that no one died in that situation. 
It's and a great. Thank you to our fire men and women because you people do some cool stuff, and I, I think that's awesome. Exactly, especially the Reedy. Yeah. I mean, I've heard many things like about the Reedy Creek Fire Department because they have to deal with a lot. Because they're technically yeah. like they they not only do they have to deal with Disney, but I think they just have to do the surrounding area. And honestly, there's so many issues going on at Disney daily that we don't even know about. I like, know. could you imagine? That must be a very high stress job. Like, and imagine like this happened before by onboard fire detection systems, emergency exits, or evacuation planning. The yeah. fact that these people were able to just like use their instincts mm-hmm. to survive, having absolutely nothing in place to help yeah, them exactly. is amazing. Yeah, because I would be panicking. I wouldn't even be thinking clearly in that situation. Right? Can That's... you imagine? I know. It's completely insane. Yeah. But wow. Shouts out to them. <laughs> yeah. True. Yep. Very good way to end it. I did not think I to end so. it. On. I did not think to end mine like that because I was just so set on the death. Like, yeah. well, just, I just found that while I was looking at deaths, and I thought it was a cool story, so I wanted to tell it. So yeah. I figured that would be a good way to end the show. So I'm glad actually that you went first. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. That is, it did work out. Everything happens yeah. for a reason. I think so. I mean, we could have planned it. We could just pretend that we planned it. That yeah, way. yeah. Uh, great yeah, job. We're really smart. Good job. We think ahead. <laughs> We think ahead. Exactly. <laughs> we discuss things beforehand, you know? I know. Oh, even right, when we're well, not face-to-face, which is a different... This is such a different... Like, it's a very, uh, very odd feeling looking at my computer and just looking at my, my voice. Like, you know, when you're looking at, like, um, your the, the voice, like, the way your voice track sounds? Yeah. It's just weird. It looks like it's a heartbeat. I'm just looking it at is. it as I talk. <laughs> that we're alive oh yes well i do hope that if whoever you know stayed to listen to the episode i do hope we didn't uh, upset or disturb you at all um like i said yeah, I hope we, we are not justice. yeah we're not we're yeah we're not here to like laugh or we're just here to bring um light to these situations that inevitably are going to happen at disney parks they are the happiest place on earth but they are not always the safest place on earth Things happen. Exactly. There's no guarantee, no matter where you are, that Mm -hmm. everything's going to run perfectly. So keep your eyes open. Take care of yourself. Don't think that you're totally safe just because you're at Disney and it feels like a safe place. You know, Exactly. There's crazy people everywhere. There's malfunctions all the time. Anything can happen at any time. Exactly. And be aware. And be helpful to others if anything happens. That's very true. And I also think um, this kind of shed a little bit of light on... uh, Disney's morals, <laughs> in a way, uh, and yeah, I don't mean to speak exactly. it as like a company. In I guess more of a corporate standard. That's what they right. think is best for them right. with PR. Because at the end of the day, they are a corporation. Exactly. It's um, not Walt Disney. It's the Disney Corporation. Yeah, so. and I mean also along the lines of other deaths, you know, think before you act. Don't do something that you know is most likely not a good idea. Like, like I said, with a lot of the deaths in in Disneyland, like it was just for the pure idiocy sometimes. And I don't mean to say it like that, but it's just like really, it, do you yeah. really think it's a good idea to get up? Like, you are also when you enter the park, you know, like you have a responsibility to act right and yep. and n- not be a fool. So, like, you know. It's like I said. It's it's it could anything could happen, but not always. It's not always Disney's fault. It could be or so. Just it's like a little word of wisdom. Just don't act a fool. <laughs> also, if something does happen to you or a loved one at the Disney parks, mm-hmm. sue for more than a thousand dollars. Yeah, those people who sued for four million got your, two million. So yeah, your life is worth more than more. fifteen thousand dollars, or a life. You know, is worth more than fifteen thousand dollars, especially and if Disney's it got is the Disney's cash fault. to spare. Oh yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, as you can see, they don't really give a crap about these OSHA fines. That's like pennies no. to them, it seems. Exactly. Oh, I still love my parks, <laughs> but it's a little disheartening sometimes to hear those things. It kind of brings you back into reality sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I agree. <laughs> it is sad. But I'll never stop loving the parks. Yep. Exactly. Uh, well, I so anyway. do hope I do hope this uh this first of all I do hope that this sounds okay. 
like I said, this is the first time uh, recording this way for us, so hopefully yeah. this sounds good. Maybe it'll sound even better than than our other ones. You never know. <laughs> we'll have to start recording in separate rooms. <laughs> well, I think no matter what, it's going to sound different because we're recording in different places, so each of our tracks are just going to sound different from yeah. each other. Yeah. You know? But That's true. That's all right. That is, Hopefully that totally it doesn't fun. sound terrible. Yes. And I do hope that you enjoyed this little tidbit of information for, you know, the people who enjoy the more macabre, darker side of things like we do. Um, yeah. And like we said, like we got all topic. of our sources from like Wikipedia and stuff. So like if you, if we said, if we got something wrong, yeah. let us know. If mm-hmm. there's other stories that we didn't talk about that you're interested in. Let us know what they are. Oh, yeah. Are. 100%. Because I'm yeah. very... As much as it creeps me out, because I'm like... When I'm there, I'm thinking about it. Like I said, when I was at the park in Disneyland, and I was like looking at the monorail, and I was telling Greg, it just freaks me out to think that like that had happened there. Yeah, um, right? I still want to know the creepy stories, because like exactly. I love that kind of stuff. It's fun. I know. Me too. Yeah. Well, um, you if you do have any of that information, you can send it to us at Disneyland negothpod at gmail.com we'd love to chat with you about that stuff anything honestly if you just want to just talk to us that's cool too we'll answer (laughs) yeah Um, also on instagram at disney goth pod yes um, you can follow us dm us comment on our posts whatever yeah i hear from you i like to kind of leave little open-ended questions on our on our posts for people to kind of feel free to comment and and converse with us because yeah. you know we are friendly we don't bite <laughs> we want friends be our friends we do because we need My more people like us i know i, I mean like <laughs> thankfully greg is like interested in this stuff but sometimes i feel bad annoying him with it you know all the time like i need people who are just as passionate about us or about it like we are but like i agree we can talk to freely you know the internet's oh, a great also, place amanda i have a development for you oh so there's going to be a new addition to the pod studio that we're creating. Oh, really? It is slowly but surely going to be a nice place to record. Uh, Ron uh-huh. is building John and I a table. Now, he started doing this like a year ago. Okay. Um, but he's finally like getting close to finishing it. And it's going to be like pretty cool kind of like bar height table. Ooh. We're going to put in here with some stools and we're going to put... Thermal curtains on the walls to make it warmer in here and get rid of all of John's crap. And we're going to have a nice pod studio awesome. to do this recording. That'll mm-hmm. be perfect. I love that. I mean, like, I was cozy. I've been very cozy in there. So just even adding all that <laughs> extra stuff is just going to make it so much better. I love it exactly. in there. I always, like, I love porches like that. I've always wanted one. So, like, I'm just living vicariously through you and your porch every Friday night. <laughs> and slowly but surely, it will be a nice porch. And I, we won't just be cover- surrounded in tiny cars that are John's that are just sitting. I, I like to play with them. Sometimes I mindlessly play. And the, the little dinosaurs on the, on the desk. I like to play with yeah. too. <laughs> I find myself doing it and I'm like, wait, I should probably stop playing with this. That little dinosaur came from uh, Jenkinson's Boardwalk. Oh, I love that. That's my home. Yeah. That's my home away from home. I used to live yeah. there in the summertime Me too. when I was younger. <laughs> we, had a, we had a beach house down there. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah, when I was little. So that was like my home away from home. I yeah. miss it. Me too. Oh, alrighty. All well, right. I guess that's it. Thank you it. for listening. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for um, sticking with us. And, and yeah, thank you for listening to this rather darker subject. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes. And uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you real soon. And I guess hurry, hurry back. back. Hurry back. <laughs> <laughs>